Welcome to Sisterhood Rising. We are your hosts, Cheyenne and Sav, and we welcome you into our circle where we share our real and raw experiences with all things womanhood. We believe healing happens when women gather, sharing and supporting each other through all of life's moments. Here, we will share everything from the mundane to the magical. So let's dive in, sister. Hello, and welcome back to the Sisterhood Rising podcast. We are your hosts, Cheyenne and Sav. And we are back again. We didn't leave you guys hanging with this one episode. Um, Imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, we're back. And then we disappear. Um, No, we're back. And as promised, we are going to be giving you some personal updates, giving you all the details, the messy, beautiful growth lessons. Yeah. The 2021 recap of us individually, which I don't know what happened this year. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) Get your Uh, tissues. (laughs) Get some water. No, no crying. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Crying is good. Crying is healthy. Yeah, but then I won't make it through the episode. (laughs) True, 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 true. Anyways, yeah, I literally, I don't even know where to begin. This is this is my update, and I'm here to tell you I have no idea what the flip happened this year, um, <laughs> but I feel like it was a five-part process. When I sat down to, like, write this down, I'm like, this is like a five-step rehabilitation for my entire personhood. <laughs> so I'm going to walk you through my five steps, and then I'm sure you could give me some great commentary. <laughs> on each of my five steps but this is what I can remember because honestly I feel like for half of it I just blacked out (laughs) it's just been so quick you know like I don't I I don't even understand Mm -hmm. it was literally like the end of not the end of 2020 was when I had asked you for those books and Mm -hmm. then it was like okay and I ordered them and they literally arrived in like a day and then it was like whoosh January (laughs) all the way and now we're December and I'm like I don't even know how we got here Mm -hmm. anyways but my five my five step process (laughs) for rehabilitation this is what (laughs) happened the first step was opening up to basically a world greater than I understood um and I think that that was a big one and I think that that may have been what I asked you for when I was asking for those books mm-hmm. I was like asking for a different perspective on things because things just all of a sudden didn't make sense to me and I don't know if it was I don't know the timing of like having extra time because COVID stuff was happening and we were all at home and the stress and chaos of that first year of like lockdown and I don't know I maybe just like reassessed my whole life but I just all of a sudden had a massive urge to like question literally everything. And that's where that, yeah, that's where that stemmed from. So we'll start with part one. And in this part, like we've talked extensively about our past, so I won't like rehash that, um, but like how we grew up and and things like that. Um, But the entire like first portion of my journey was about like adjusting what I had already been taught and exposed uh, to my whole life growing up and like reevaluating what was true and what wasn't true <laughs> and what made sense and what didn't make sense anymore. Um, because I don't know, I don't know how to describe it other than to say that I felt really horrible during this initial stage of my growth journey. 
um, for a few reasons. I felt really hurt about like the absolutes that I was taught and that I believed in, um, that even at like a scientific level was incorrect. <laughs> so like I felt a lot of betrayal there because I was like, like you, you know, this world raised me and this is what I was taught in my world. And that's not true, <laughs> you know? So you go through like a whole mourning period of like, I don't know, distrust and like disbelief that that was like how you lived your life up until that moment of realization, right? Um, and then I felt a lot of anger that like people were not seeing that light for themselves or were not questioning it and were still living in those not necessarily true, you know, I don't know, boxes that they had put themselves in. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, and then just the being completely unwilling to open up their lens to even have a discussion about anything else. I was like, how, like, I was angry that people were doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I feel like that was also in alignment with like, you know, all the social changes that happened in and around early 2021, right? Um, it, it all kind of happened at the same time. I was in flow, but I was seeing it in like my personal life a lot. Um, all of a sudden and it hadn't been there before maybe it was and I just like wasn't looking at it so anyways anger for that entirely Um, and then I felt like a massive imposter (laughs) because I wanted to explore spirituality but I wanted to refuse any of like the labels that were like I don't know kind of presented to me or that were like offered up in like my own research um because I don't know, I just, I felt like I couldn't be spiritual without one of those labels. And I felt like I was also used to labels because, you know, previously in, I don't know, any religion or whatever, like that label gives you an automatic community and an automatic like guide or sense of where you're going. Um, So it doesn't feel so unsafe or like, alone throughout that whole process so the fact that a I was like well do I still want that do I not and then it was like I don't want it and then I felt bad for not wanting it I felt like I wasn't allowed to do that um so yeah (laughs) stage one was just a massive like unearthing of a bunch of different emotions to basically process accepting something that was more than what I had been taught um yeah. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> and then comes stage two. <laughs> stage two for me was like the listening and understanding slash interpreting and learning stage where I kind of like abandoned all of those initial emotions or I had like processed through it enough that I could like move on. Um, And I just accepted that all of this was a really mind boggling experience and like stepped into it anyways. Cause I was like, if I just stand on this fence, like I'm going to die here. Like, like no one's going to come to me with like the answers to all of these. Yeah. Like decide, like you either go in or you don't, I don't know what you want from me is like what the universe was saying. And I was like, okay. So I just like walked in and it was probably uh, like, the most jarring experience like all of a sudden I don't know we, we've we talked about this like underlying like gifts and stuff were exposed uh for me personally and 
that in itself was a lot because <laughs> it's not that like it was necessarily a discovering because like some parts of it were things that I've always had, but I never like looked at it through that same lens. Right. Um, so it was like, I, it, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a discovery in a sense, but it was also like, this has also sat with me for a really long time. So it didn't feel unnatural or like, like it was a lie or anything, you know, like it felt completely normal to me, um, which was just jarring. <laughs> and then, you know, just like realizing like the shadows and colors and things that you see are like, yeah, they're there. <laughs> Other people see those things too. And it's okay to say that out loud. And you're not going to get like crucified. <laughs> well, you do sometimes, but like for the most part, you don't. Like nobody really cares, you know? Um, and just like that, the different messages that you hear very clearly that are not your voice are okay to listen to sometimes. And that you're not like of the demons. <laughs> <laughs> because you're hearing things and you know you you think that you're like crazy in the head but like maybe you're not you know um so all of those things that just kind of came up to me and I was like processing through them and I just didn't know if I was supposed to or allowed to and then I was just accepting it for what it was and it just kind of like slowly integrated itself very naturally into my life like that was a huge process of learning um, and probably part of the process where I felt the most, you know, impostery because I wanted that safe space of labeling myself something so that I felt like I wasn't alone in that because that can be very, I don't know, that that's a very lonely process, like discovering mm -hmm. all those things and like not knowing who to talk to. Like, obviously I filtered that all through you, but like yeah. um, just like not knowing you know, because we are also different people and we have different gifts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so like some of the stuff that you can do, I definitely cannot do <laughs> like that right. I can do that you can't do. And it's like, mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have a ton of advice on that yeah. other than to like process through it as you get it, you know, like, um, yeah, that was a, a really difficult, like early spring or sorry, late spring, early summer kind of phase for me. Um, and then also definitely hard to accept that like something like that might matter, you know, or that it, it it makes sense, like that there's an underlying message in and of those things that you see or that you hear or that you interpret, that that's actually like important stuff that you need to like listen to sometimes, like for my personal life, but then also especially for other people, because, um, you know, part of my downloads often involve other people. And then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you feel almost that like grave sense of like do I tell people these things that I hear yeah. or do I not because it's I don't know we were talking about that the other day it's like mm -hmm. it's a pickle <laughs> it's a rock and a hard place yeah it's a lot of responsibility especially when you're trying to even comprehend the fact that you're embracing this part of yeah. you and like how do you explain it to other people without the labels or like you just, yeah. it's, it's you as an individual and how do you give that to someone else, especially when it's so personal? Yeah. And it would be like extremely personal. And it's like, I don't want to just walk into someone's life and like be <laughs> handing them this personal information, especially when like I had no experience of this before. So I didn't know. And I don't have like examples of this in my own life. You know, I, I don't know many people I do now, <laughs> but earlier on, like I, I didn't know many people who experience these things or navigated through these things so it was really difficult 
situation. Anyways, and then my stage three, what did we call it? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Trusting myself as the truth was what I called it. Um, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's one that I'm still navigating, but it definitely started more like a summer phase for me um, where I was basically dealing with that whole like imposter phase and like coming basically to the conclusion that I needed to do a lot of internal work because there's a lot of distrust for myself that I had. Um, I think like you were saying on last week's episode, because <laughs> uh, you were saying um, we're reevaluating yourself so that you can evaluate yes. the other things. Yes. Yes. That, you know, we, we need to be reevaluating ourselves so that we can evaluate other things and have room for other things and like process all of that. It all kind of begins with how we feel about ourselves and that trust that we've built with ourselves, which up to this point, I apparently did not trust myself to an extreme level. Um, I had learned not to trust myself because that's what the world taught me. And I'm sure a lot of people feel like that. Um, But then also like flipping that internal narrative that like my thoughts and my worth were completely relevant and are a hundred percent there because I just spent a long time thinking that it, you know, it wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't relevant and it wasn't there. Um, And I had to find that community of people who also believed in themselves and were like good examples of, you know, trusting their own instincts and um, trusting their own guides and trusting in the universe and things like that. Like those concepts were completely foreign to me. So and then obviously being in, I don't know, like my (laughs) my husband's a very black and white person. So it's not like (laughs) I can buffer these ideas off of him because he's like, I don't understand what you're even asking me right now. Yeah. Which is fine, but it was just like, you know, you need to find those other outlets and those other people who feel in the same way that you feel so that you can, it was almost like giving myself permission to trust myself first. Like I needed to feel comfortable in trusting myself and then, you know, being pushed to trust myself on a greater level um, so that all of this could kind of unravel internally first. Um, and I think that that was a huge and it's still like, again, I am, I don't have any answers. I'm still processing through all of it, but I worked through a lot of it this summer and it was very divinely timed into what ended up happening in the fall for me and probably why we ditched you guys for so long. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. So then my fourth section (laughs) was the whole testing what I've learned section, (laughs) which like rocked me to my core. Um, It was like, I felt confident all of a sudden at the end of summer, you know, because I was like, all right, like, you know, now I have all these tools. I have all these guides. I have all these messages. And now I trust myself enough to like move forward. And I felt really good. And then they were like, all right, like, here's your big SAT. (laughs) Don't fail, friend. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) wait a second. I really felt like the rug was like pulled out from underneath me. But uh, anyways, to kind of backtrack, I was given a lot of insights um, at the beginning of like spring, um, spring through summer, I feel like was when all of that kind of happened for us. I don't know. Um, Some of them were Cheyenne given (laughs) and some of them were just I don't know our paths paralleling like they normally do so Mm -hmm. um 
But around that time, spring, summer, uh, I was given a lot of insights that I couldn't entirely interpret. And I think that's what bugged me the most about them. And I knew that they were going to be big was because I didn't understand them completely. Like most things are just, it's a very clear picture. And like those things, it kept being brought up too, which was like really weird for me. Um, it was like, yeah, I don't know. It it just, it could fit into so many aspects of what we were going through. So, which also like distracted from maybe like what the overall messaging of those things were. And then all of a sudden fall came and it was like, just kidding. Everything has come to light. This is exactly what it is. You're welcome. We warned you. <laughs> so please navigate this process. Um, and I'll share, it was specifically like three things and I'll kind of share some more than others, but um, the first one was that my timeline would shift drastically, like in alignment with what I had been um, manifesting and what had been confirmed to me personally, it would come with my personal transition. And as I transitioned as a whole being, all of those things would unravel according to what I had been told and what I had been manifesting. And I was like, it was just, it seemed so far-fetched and completely impossible to me. And now coming out the end of it, I'm like, okay, like all of those things <laughs> make perfect sense to me. I, I don't, under, like I, I have, this is a bad episode because I don't even know how to explain <laughs> to you what happened. Like things just happened. Um, I, what did I even write? Let's look at my notes because I'm flustered. Um, <laughs> Out of nowhere, things just basically aligned, like physically, financially, into a space of alignment and like regarding exactly where we as a family would like to go um, in like our physical life. Um, and like that just, I don't know, that's a very vague way of saying things are working out fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how they're supposed to. I don't know, guys. I, I don't know how to tell you this without telling you this. You know what? You know what it is. We'll move on to something I can tell you, obviously. <laughs> um, anyway, so. In that springtime, we are also getting these Gemini hints. And I don't know if you're going to talk mm. about the Gemini hints, too. <laughs> Do you remember all of those okay. Gemini hints? Actually, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what I was going to share, anyways, was that I was getting these Gemini hints. It had originated from you. And then I was getting it in other places. And I was like, what on earth? Like, it, it was like Gemini. And it was the Gemini card and the tarot deck. And it was like all these things, Gemini. And I was like, I don't understand. Like <laughs> I literally didn't understand this messaging and I literally dropped it for a really long time. Um, but I, I couldn't understand at first. I really strongly felt that it was you and I, that we were the twins of the Gemini. And yeah. That, so like, the, the it, Gemini Zodiac, their symbol is twins. And mm -hmm. so there was like this Gemini and twin, like symbolism that we kept getting. Yeah. And I thought that it like had something to do with like you and I, and because we always talk about how parallel our paths are sometimes as we go through all these transitions. And then just like also are like the way that we met and like the sisterhood aspect of our relationship that's literally always been there for like no reason. Like, it's not like I didn't know you, you know, prior to, mm -hmm. it was just like all, so I thought that it was us. Um, and then Obviously, you guys know that I'm having a baby. And surprise. That, <laughs> surprise. Surprise if you didn't know. But yes, I'm due in May. But my like, 
if you guys know anything about having babies, like <laughs> my cycle is like really funny and like my due dates always get changed. Um, but as of right now, my due date is beginning of May, but I'm usually late. And if I am late, I'll end up having a Gemini baby. So then I was like, is that the Gemini? <laughs> and there was like a long time where I was also like, am I having twins? Like, I don't know how you twin moms do it because I was like, I don't know if I can handle that. Like, that's a lot of stuff to handle, you know? And then it was like, okay, no, maybe I'm having a Gemini baby and it's all just been chaos. And I think that's what it is. <laughs> I think that is the messaging um, because it's not like I plan to have a Gemini baby too, which um, is an interesting, without telling you about my love life, <laughs> is an interesting <laughs> unfolding of events. But turns out we're having a baby and it's potentially a Gemini baby. So that's where we'll leave that one. <laughs> um. And then the last one will be even more big, but just basically um, the third big thing that I kept getting insights on was that there was going to be like a major, really tragic event in my life that was heavily foreshadowed um, and very clearly foreshadowed for me by like my spirit guide, my spirit team. And it kept coming up in a lot of things. And it was like more so in preparation um, of like in the hopes of preparing me as best as they could almost for like the outcome or the fallout of how that was all going to unravel for me. Um, and they did a superb job because, <laughs> because I think I did okay <laughs> navigating that. Um, but it ended up, you know, did happen during the fall and, um, you know, was part of the reason why we took such a large break. Um, just like, processing that and navigating through that was very difficult for me to deal with and is something that I'm still navigating through. But just even the way that I approached such a major life event is completely different than how I would have approached it previously. And also completely different because of the foreshadowing. Like I wouldn't have this lens or this perspective on it if I didn't know it was coming. You know, which is like literally a blessing and a curse and goes back to that whole like, you know, there's a lot of responsibilities that come with getting to know certain things before or like, you know, having things foreshadowed for you. Like it's not always the best situation. But for me in this case, like I feel like it was a huge blessing because it would have been a lot worse of a situation for me otherwise. Um and yeah, <laughs> that's basically all of fall for me. I don't know, just navigating through all of that. And then I feel like now coming into my, <laughs> I'm now coming into my fifth level of <laughs> um, transformation here um, that I basically have interpreted to be like my ultimate like shift or like uh, changing my lens. And I kind of spoke about that last week, but a lot of things just look really different for me, um, not only how I see or interpret the world, how I see or interpret people and situations and emotions and myself. Um, but through all of, it was like, I don't even, I don't know how to explain it other than to say, like, I felt like I woke up one day, like late November and it just felt different. Like my personal behaviors changed a lot. Um, my reaction to things, my daily routine, my mindset, the way that I interpret things, my emotions, like my personal emotions day to day, 
um, my self-talk, like just everything felt very differently. And that's not to say that like anything was figured out or there was like a conclusion to anything. None of that. Like it's all still a hot mess and we're still just trying to like get through life. (laughs) But it just feels that, it just feels like I get to approach things from a completely different, like less scary space. Um, And like you were saying, Cheyenne, like I don't, I approach it necessarily with my emotions immediately, um, which is different for me because that's normally the first place I go. Um, and it just feels like everything's more part of the process or like that there's more layers to things. So I don't feel so like personally victimized by Regina George, you know, every time <laughs> the universe does something, I'm not like, oh my God, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just like, I get to take it step by step now, which is new for me. Um but <laughs> it's also really clear to me that there's still more stuff to change. Um, you know, that there's still a lot of things that are unfinished um, in terms of like my personal growth that will probably be happening in the next year. So uh, look forward to that update. <laughs> um, but just that like, I don't know, it doesn't feel like I'm quite in the thick of it anymore. It feels like I can mm-hmm. like hover above the thick of it and look down, and, like sort things into my boxes now, right. which is nice. It's nice not to feel like you're drowning all the time. <laughs> so that is my very vague update <laughs> for 2021 and where I've been the past four months. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it's vague, but it feels so monumental. It is, though. I feel so much pride and so much happiness for you. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to you come to basically the embodiment of what we want for all of our listeners and the message kind of that we're like trying to give you guys is that you are your own true north. And you need to trust that and you need to live it out. And like that is, I think, a lot of what you were communicating in that. Yeah, it's just been an entire journey of learning that it's okay to like trust yourself. Mm -hmm. Even if you feel like you don't know what you're doing, you still know what you're doing. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode. (laughs) Good times, good times. Good times. Next week, you'll be hearing from Cheyenne and her big 2021 update. Tune Um, in for my unwinding. Yeah, tune in for (laughs) next week's Chaos and Tears. It's fine. But until next time, remember that. We love you. We love you.